Hey guys, welcome to Library Overload. This is Tavia. This is Susie. Don't forget to go check out our blog where we have all of the books that we talk about. And that is libraryoverload.home.blog. And then also check us out on Instagram. We have lots of pictures there of books that we read and fun other shenanigans. And then also if you like us, go give us a rating and review on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Thanks. Okay, today we are talking fairy tale retellings. Yes. <laughs> Tavia, are you excited about this episode? I am excited about this episode <laughs> for a couple of reasons. First, because it's an episode and we're doing it, and so I'm excited about it. Because <laughs> that's apparently all the criteria I need. Obviously. But also because this was my idea, mm-hmm. and I'm very... It was your brain baby. It was my brain baby. I like it. And I had been wanting to do this episode for a minute, so... Glad that we so finally got glad. around to it. Yes. I spent all week trying to get through one book. Oh. And it was just a slog. So yesterday I was like, I need to get something read. I hurried and read one book in 24 hours. So I don't nice. have as many as I was hoping to have, yeah. but I do have thoughts on them. So it'll well, be okay. Yes, that'll be good. Okay. Well, I'm very glad that you got through some stuff to talk about at least. Yes. Then. No. Um. Yeah. And I'll talk about why it it was a rough read. And but then I I do have one that was really fantastic. So cool. I am. I have one five star and one three star. Ooh. Yeah. Kind of all over the map. Very nice. The star map. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shall I go ahead? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. My first one, the one that I really really enjoyed, was Cruel Beauty by Rosamund Hodge. I finished this literally hours ago. Nice. (laughs) So my one kind of caveat about this book would be that you really need to know your Greek mythology to totally comprehend. Because she does not explain everything. Ah. You should just know it. Okay. And so... uh, that was a little bit annoying because, like, mm-hmm. I know certain things, but yeah. I don't know, like, a ton. So, I had to look up a couple of things to fully understand mm-hmm. what I was That's reading. Kind of annoying. Yeah. And so, that was a little disappointing, but it was a really cool story. So, this was a kind of a Beauty and the Beast completely turned on its head. So, this follows Nyx. She, from birth, has been betrothed to the evil ruler of their country. Simply because her father made a really bad deal with him in trying to save her mother. But as all deals go with evil rulers, mother died anyway, and he was left with twin daughters, one betrothed to an evil person. So... The day of her 17th birthday comes around, and instead of celebrating, she is carted off to his castle and has to live there now. So she goes, like, she's been preparing for this her entire life. She knows all the runes that she needs to know. She knows what she needs to look for in the castle to try to defeat him so that their country can be no longer enslaved and um, going through really difficult times. Mm Mm-hmm. So she gets there and it's totally different than she imagined. There's a whole lot going on that she was unaware of. 
And in her many days that she spends in the castle, just like Belle, she kind of wanders around, figures things out. And it's just, it's really beautiful kind of how everything wraps wraps up at the end. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really awesome. There is a... A sequel, but I don't think it's about Nyx. Mm, I gotcha. I was getting ready to ask if it was a standalone. Yeah, it is a standalone from what I understand. I kind of, I didn't want to spoil myself, so I did kind of briefly skim the second book, what it was about, and I it didn't mention Nyx's name at all, and that's NYX, so I'm assuming that's Nyx. Um, that's what I would say. Okay. Um, so I don't, I think it's it's over, because it really did it. It wrapped it up how I needed it to. Well, that's good. Um, but it was really good. Awesome. As it kept going, like, I literally made Chris stop for a second, and I had to tell him what was happening <laughs> because he cared so much. I'm sure he did. He cared very, very much. But I had to tell him because it was really cool how she was kind of wrapping all of this mm-hmm. up. And it wasn't, like, in your face, Beauty and the Beast, but it was just enough to really, like, keep me going and mm-hmm. being like, oh, that's Beauty and the Beast. And it was just, it that's was really fun. cool. I really enjoyed it. My only thing was... They, I didn't like that you really had to have that Greek uh-huh. mythology knowledge. That yeah, I mean, in a Beauty and the Beast feeling, that is interesting. It was way different, which was cool. But I, she could have taken it one sentence and just explained real briefly mm-hmm. what she was talking I about. Gotcha. So I didn't have to be like, well, what, what? <laughs> so you need to read your full Greek mythology. And yes. Then you can read this. Okay. Yes, if you could be well versed. Okay. In in that that would be better. Yes. So a cursory Percy Jackson knowledge of Greek mythology is really not going to cut it. It wasn't enough. No. Although it has been years since I read Percy, mm. so I don't know. But a lot of like the gods were mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like there was Persephone, Hades. Oh, cool. There Zeus was mentioned. Athena, Pandora's box was mentioned. But then there was a lot of stuff that I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. But yeah, it was it was really really cool. I I did enjoy it, and I read it really quickly. So it definitely it caught me immediately. I think the first sentence is something like, "Today I marry a monster," oh. and I was like, "Tell me more." <laughs> So I like I, it. I really liked I like it. it. Sounds good. Okay, well I'm gonna take us to a whole new world. <gasps> a whole new world. Yes, I read A Whole New World by Liz Braswell. Is that the Twisted is, Tales? Yes. Ooh. I have been wanting to read the Me Twisted too. Tales. And I decided if I'm gonna do it, why not start at the beginning? Absolutely. So this is book number one. I'm very proud of you. That's exactly the step that I would have taken as well. Yes, thank you. I did find out, however, there are 10, well, the 10th book is set to be published in April. I know the most recent one was something about Peter Pan. Yes. Yes, it was. And then there's a Cinderella one that's coming out in April. Ooh. But they're not all by the same authors. I know, they're there's not. There's three separate authors that have written them. The first two, I know for sure, are by Liz Braswell, and then I think there's a couple in between, and then she picks up again. Yeah. But I really... It's super odd. But yeah, because yeah. in the bookstore, they're not all together like a uh-huh. series. And that really makes me want to rip my hair out. Yeah, because trying to go and find them as a series like on Goodreads was difficult because they're not together by author. You know, it just. Yeah. So it was difficult to, to sort that out. But uh, Liz Braswell read or wrote this one. She is a British author. Nice. So I liked that. Um, Elizabeth Lim and Jen Calonita are the other two authors. That's uh, so if you don't want to start at the beginning like I did because you're not 
necessarily a weird person, then you don't, you can, you know, start wherever. But as you can imagine, A Whole New World is an Aladdin retelling. And it is, the tagline kind of is what happened, what would have happened had Jafar gotten the lamp. Mm. So the first part of the book is almost word for word the movie, the Disney movie. It follows it pretty spot on until they get to the Cave of Wonders. Abu's touched the the ruby and they're trying to get out and Jafar ends up with the lamp and okay. Aladdin ends up stuck in the cave. Oh, So he doesn't okay. have genie okay. to get him out of the cave. So he's got to figure out a way to get out of the cave. Does then, he Does he still have the, uh, the magic carpet? He does have the magic okay. carpet. Okay. Yes. I'd say the first 15% of the book is exactly like okay. the movies are or the movie and then we differ because Jafar gets the lamp and Aladdin's stuck in a cave well Aladdin he wouldn't have become Prince Ali mm-hmm. and so he wouldn't have spent any more mm-hmm. time with Princess Jasmine and so yeah. yeah all sorts of stuff yeah but he does manage to get out of the cave Ooh. and Jasmine ends up becoming a and this is all in the jacket this is okay. not a spoiler she ends up be, uh, leading a revolution to <gasps> overthrow Jafar. Get it, girl. So he Jafar does still become the sultan. He wishes for that, and he also wishes to become the powerful sorcerer. And he deposes the old sultan, and so he's in charge now. But Jasmine escapes and leads a rebel army in a revolution against Jafar. That's super cool. So it was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Very nice. It was... I give it three stars. Okay. It was not like, oh my god, that's the most amazing thing I've ever read in my entire life. But it was good. Okay. I didn't hate it. It was good. Okay. It was enjoyable. I like it. I thought there could have been a little less of the word for word part that I knew at the beginning and a little more variation. Okay. Because it didn't differ, like I said, until about 15, 20% in. So I was already pretty, you know, into the book before it actually changed at all. Right. So we could have, you know, you know how the tale goes and pick up here. Right. And had some more information, but... It um it was still really good. I I was enjoyable. Well, good. I will continue on. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I've been wanting to pick up that series as well. Yes. But if it's already at ten bucks, that's a little daunting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that they sound really interesting. Yes. There's one of the Beauty and the or no, sorry the Sleeping Beauty one. I definitely want to read, and I think I also want to read the one about Mulan. Oh yes. Um. But I can't, I, I don't, I didn't want to read them out of order. So I just decided to start at the beginning. Sure. But I guess with these, it really wouldn't matter. Because no, they don't really just, have anything. No, they don't have anything to do with each other. I just am. No, I, no, I understand. Yeah. I completely get it. <laughs> I was like, I want to read them. Start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I understand. That's where we went. <laughs> okay. My next one is going to be Enchanted by Aletha Contes. This is the one that I spent all week reading. Mm. So this is actually, this has been on my to-read list for years. Oh. Um, so I was finally excited, like, this is the time. If I'm going to read it, it's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. So this is about a girl named Sunday. All of her sisters are named after days of the week. She is the youngest, ergo she is Sunday. Gotcha. She is blessed or maybe cursed with the gift that whatever she writes comes true. So because of that, she only writes in her diary of the past. So what happened today? Things like that. So she doesn't want to cause irreparable damage. Well, 
Um, on a walk one day, she runs into an enchanted talking frog oh. named Grumble. So they talk, he asks her questions, listens to her, his um, interested in her, likes her, and she falls head over heels with this talking frog. And so every day before she leaves, she gives gives him a kiss, hoping that he'll turn into a man, but he doesn't. So one day she goes home and she writes, Grumble was a great man. And all of a sudden, out in his woods at his well, he becomes a man. What she doesn't know, though, is that Grumble is actually the crown prince, Rumbled. But her family hates the kingdom because of what happened with one of their children. So, so when it's he, a Romeo Juliet kind of situation and a Princess and the Frog. Yeah, it's like it's like Princess and the Frog, but then there's a golden egg. At one point, she's turning yard through yarn through one of the wheels um, and turning it into gold. But then she also talks about Sleeping Beauty and how she touched the spindle. Like it's like a hundred thousand oh, fairy tales in one book. That's interesting. It's so saturated that it's too much. Oh. Because I kept thinking, like, well, where is this? What? What fairy tale am I following? Mm-hmm. Like, where is this going? It was too much. Also, the writing is a little too matter of fact for me. Like, with all, I guess, I guess I understand with all the flowery fairy tale crap going on. I smelled of silver and secrets. Not quite the metaphors, <laughs> but I guess just with all the fairy tale crap that's that's happening, I guess the author didn't want to like pile down, like pile up any more description. I don't know, but it's just, it's too much fairy tale stuff. It's like, it, is this is this legit Princess and the Frog or like are we going another mm-hmm. direction? So I she, no she put all of the fairy tales in a all of a mixing them. bowl and shook them up. All of them, and and then at one point there are, there are actual fairy godmothers and mm-hmm. her family is part fairy and it's just it's too it's too much, yeah. and so I only got halfway through in one week. Because it was just like, I was getting to the point where I didn't want to read it anymore. That's that's frustrating. So frustrating. Are you going to DNF it? I don't know because I do want, I do want to finish it. I want to figure out what's going to happen. And especially because, and this is in the description, because once Rumbled is a human again, he kind of, you know, it's discombobulating to go from frog to human. I can imagine. So he gets his stuff figured out. He gets back home and he's like, Throw a ball for all of the eligible women because he wants to find Sunday and he wants to woo her. Mm-hmm. But knowing that her family hates him and his father for what they've done, he has to. So did he know all along, even when he was a frog? I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe. I can't remember. Okay. May- yes, yes, he did know because he knows that it's going to be tough to figure like to get her um and so that's where i'm at is at the ball interesting so i want to know what's gonna happen but Mm -hmm. it's gonna take me a while to get through it that's frustrating i know i i I hate when you have high expectations i know disappointed and i hate that too that like this could have been a great book if i hadn't gone in with it Mm -hmm. with the expectations that Mm -hmm. i did i don't know if i ruined it or what but i do want to finish it 
I'll let you guys know what I think. But for now, I'm just a little frustrated with it. Yeah. Do you think because it's been on your list for so long that you kind of hyped it up? Do you think there's a danger in having books on your list for so long like that? I don't know. Because I have such a giant list, for the most part, I'll be like, oh, that's already on my list. Because I'll see a book and be like, oh, that sounds great. I'm going to add it. It's already on there. Mm -hmm. Don't know when I added it. Your list is ridiculous. I know. And it's bad that I have so many because I forget that they're on there. Mm -hmm. And so I think there are only a few books that I've hyped up so much in my head, but they've still been on my on my list for mm -hmm. so long that I might have an issue. I think if my list was way smaller, that would definitely be, be a problem. Interesting. But it's more like I forget that it's there. Mm -hmm. That's my B. I do want to go back to Aladdin for a minute. Yeah. Because I forgot to mention, I did like that they give us a smidge of backstory on Jafar and nice. why he is the way he is. That's that nice because you never do get that I don't think. No, not anything. I've Well, I haven't I know there's any a the return of Jafar, yeah, I but I don't think I saw it. He um has a very it has an interesting kind of and you're like, "Oh, okay, I get it." Okay. I could see how you chose this path. Okay. So All right. Like That's that. interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to move on. And this was my five-star read. And Yay! I loved it so, so, so much. And this was a, a Curse So Dark and Lonely. I have heard wonderful things. Yes. This is by Bridget Kimmerer. I know. It's a lot of M's. And E-R. It's, it's K-E-M-M-E-R-E-R. Kimmerer. Kimmerer. Yeah. I struggle with names anyway because I am super Southern. So, I apologize, Miss Kimmerer, if that's not how you pronounce it. There can't be another way to pronounce it. Like, I can't fathom another way. <laughs> I can't either, but you know. Kimmerer. That's what we're going to go with. Mm -hmm. So, before I tell you guys how wonderful this is, let me warn you. Because I <laughs> I don't do research on books <laughs> like this and it's not a finished series yet. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize that. I thought that the one that I had just saw come out was the last one. Gotcha. And it's only the second one. So, so it, it's a trilogy. X. It looks to be, but there okay. is no definitive. Gotcha. I couldn't find, yes, this will be the final book gotcha. anywhere. But that one, the third one's not coming out until 2021. Gross. Yeah. So... You know, before you get all involved in it, just know. Thank you. You're welcome. I I, I misunderstood. Mm. <laughs> and I thought the one that just came out was the final one. It's only the second one. So. That sucks. Yes. But it's the Curse Breaker series. And it's a Beauty and the Beast retelling, which I know that the world is kind of saturated with those right now. Because it's the best. It, it, it really is good. But this one's so much different that it's wonderful. So in this one... Ren is the crown prince of Emberfall, and he's the one that is cursed. Um, I know YA names. She, I know. You guys, she made a face. <laughs> All the YA names are ridiculous. Yes. Well, the girl's name is Harper, so is that okay enough That's for better, you? yes. Okay. Well, Emberfall and the United States, our world, are parallel universes. Ooh. So Harper is taken... From her world into the fairy tale world. I like it already. Yes, it's very interesting. But guess how she gets taken? A rabbit. No, that sounds fun, but I think that's a different story. <laughs> how? So she's. Um, she falls into a book. No. Mm. She gets lost in a library. Can you stop? <laughs> 
But you told me to guess. I know, but I didn't think you were going to keep going. <laughs> I will stop. Okay. Ren's second in command, his his captain of the guard, is named Gray, and he's the only one that's allowed to cross over to the other world per the curse. So Why? It's just part of the, okay. the curse. So Gray has to go and find the women to bring them back because Ren has to find someone to fall in love with him. So they trafficking is what you're telling me. A little bit. <laughs> but it, let me tell you. So Harper, this is in Washington, D.C., where, okay. where Gray has gone. And Harper sees this guy who's kind of creepy looking with this drunk girl. And he's like, she's like, what's going on here? So she attacks him with the crowbar. At a girl. Yes. <laughs> with a crowbar? Yes. She attacks him with the crowbar. She's like, you're not going to take her. <laughs> well, she's still touching him and fighting him when the magic snaps and he's transported back to his world. So that's how she ends up there. That's fantastic. So, it's amazing. But the best thing about Harper is that she has cerebral palsy. I did hear that there was some sort of handicap yes, in this it's, book. It's like she's such a badass character and it's like you know her mindset is i was born with this i am dealing with it it's not something that's gonna slow me down it affects people in different ways and mm-hmm. hers it's just she has issues with her her muscles and she also has an issue with one of her legs like her okay. ankle so it kind of so does she use the cane um the no she doesn't oh, okay she can walk she um she has a little bit of slowness with her, okay. her one leg. And at one point, they're kind of teaching her to fight. And she's like, quit trying to handicap, you know, me. Teach me to work around this because mm-hmm. I'm going to have it forever. Right. And I just loved that mentality about yeah. it. Yeah. And I love the inclusiveness of mm-hmm. novels these days. It's just so amazing. Um, but it's, you know, it's a fairly typical retelling of Beauty and the Beast. He was cursed for a thing that he did. But the curse kind of plays out a little bit differently. So if he doesn't get a girl to fall in love with him by the end of the season, so it's mm-hmm. it's autumn. So every season it starts over. Oh. So he's been entrapped in his curse for like 300 something years by the time Harper comes along. But the outside of the castle goes on normally. So it's only been five years to everybody else. But in his bubble of the curse, it's been almost 300 years by the time Harper gets there. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So that's why he, they're trafficking in women in the other world because he's okay. gone through well, I'm most glad. of the women in his world already. Well, I'm glad that Harper went the same route that I did. Yes. Like, that's trafficking. Yes. That is bad. She's like, I'm not going to let you take that sure. girl. She's drunk. And what are you doing with her? And so she attacks him with the crowbar. And I just, it was amazing. That, that was the kind of beginning part of the story. That's was, fantastic. That's it, like, makes you automatically like her. Yes. That's really like, cool. You know, yes, I have this sort of handicap kind of disability, but it's not going to stop me. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things, like, back home, her brother would try to be protective of her. And she's like, you have to let me do, mm-hmm. you have to let me be my own person in my own life. So kind of when she gets to Emberfall, she realizes, hey, I can actually do this i can stand up for myself and that's, and that's really cool. cool i i remembered earlier that i heard 
the author on a podcast being interviewed. Mm-hmm. And she talked about the reason why she has a main character with cerebral palsy is because she grew up with a girl that had cerebral palsy. They learned how to ride, ride horses together. Mm-hmm. And that girl was just like, I'm going to ride a horse because I want to ride a horse. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what's going on with me. And so that's what triggered me to remember. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I just, I thought she was so cool. She rides horses. It was like a a therapy technique. Oh, neat. Okay, that's cool. That's really awesome. It was really, really, really good. I have definitely heard nothing but good things about that book. Mm -hmm. But I thought the second book was also the ending, so I'm glad that I didn't pick it up yet. Um, And this was gifted to me in our awesome book club that we're a part of on Facebook. That's cool. Um, That's one of the things that I just love about that group is that... Every so often, there'll just be a spree of people gifting books to other members, and so yeah, that's, just that's really fun. cool. Um, for your birthday or for Christmas, or I think it was, they did one for Valentine's recently. Yeah, and um, I've also gifted other people books too, and I just—it's so yeah, just a community of love. <laughs> it's amazing. That is cool. But yes, a curse of dark and lonely, five stars. I, I don't have enough nice things to say about it. That's I flew great. through it. It was so, it was so good in the fact that it was inclusive, but it was also feministic mm-hmm. and it wasn't your like damsel in distress kind of, and she didn't just blindly go in and fall in love with Ren. She had questions. She's I, like, I appreciate yeah, her asking she's questions. She's like, yes. um, I'm not going to fall in love with you. That's not, you right. know, she's like, kind of you kidnapped me. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm here. And, you know, all of those other women, where are they? Also and a very good question. She has questions. She's she's on it. She's not just like blindly it. falling in love with this dashing, handsome prince. So he's not like a beast. No, he turns into a beast at the end of the season. Interesting. And if he doesn't, um, if the girl doesn't fall in love with him, he'll turn into the beast and he'll cause destruction in the kingdom for like three weeks. And then, the and then season it resets. resets. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yes, so he struggles because when he's the beast, he doesn't remember what he does. Right. And so he kind of, you know, hurts people and he struggles with that. And then he struggles with, can I tell her? Mm-hmm. Is she going to run away like everybody else? Mm. So. I gotcha. It was so good. I'm so glad you mm-hmm. liked it. I, I cannot did. wait to read it. Yes. Okay. But I would wait till 2021 at least. Yes, ma'am. Okay, my final one I didn't get to, and I'm so mad because I this would be one that I own and haven't read yet. So I'm oh. going to read it, and I will definitely talk about it in our next What We've Been Reading Lately. Okay. So this is The Land of Stories, The Wishing Spell with by Chris Colfer. Oh, so Chris, Chris Colfer. Yes, Chris Colfer was an actor on Glee that I was absolutely obsessed with because I was the music nerd in school. So... I watched him on Glee, loved him. After Glee finished, he started writing, which That's is awesome. a, which is actually what he wanted to do when he was a child. Yeah. And so this is a middle grade, okay. and it follows uh, siblings, Alex and Connor Bailey, and they have this very special book of stories. It's the fairy tales, and they kind of grew up reading this book. Well, somehow... They find themselves inside the world of all these fairy tale characters that they grew up with. But they start meeting witches, wolves, goblins, trolls, all these big bads that you read about. Mm -hmm. 
And all of a sudden, they're not sure if they're going to be able to make it back home. And it's uh, several books in a series. I want to say that it's five books. I own three. And I've never read them. And I've wanted to forever. Mm -hmm. So this was like, yes, I'm going to read it, finally. And I didn't even get to it. I'm so mad about it. But so many books. I know. There's too many. (laughs) So I definitely want to. So I've taken it off my shelf. It is right where I can get to it. I'm going to read it because it's about damn time that I read it. (laughs) Um, I think that was all of my books. I know. I'm like, I'm going to get to you, I promise. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love you. Um, But yes, um, I've been excited to read it, and Mm -hmm. it sounds adorable. He finished the series. He's got a new series that he's working on, and kids love it. I follow him on Instagram. He talks about his books. He's just a precious person. He is. And so I... Desperately. Press, press this little muffin. I know. He's a little cute little biscuit. <laughs> so I just want to read his stuff and I want to support him. And I got this book actually in the in a library sale. So it still has the library little tag on it. It makes so me feel funny. like I have a library book in uh-huh. my home. That's so but funny. yes, I will definitely tell you guys what I thought about it in our next What We've Been Reading. I promise, promise. I'm very excited to read it. So. Well, that sounds good. Yes. Okay, I have one final book, and again, full full disclosure on this, I'm not all the way through it. I'm about 45%. Um, I don't know why I couldn't make myself get to 50, but I didn't. I'm at 40, <laughs> 49% into Enchanted, mm-hmm. so I get it. Well, I just found out about this book on Thursday. Our friend of the podcast, Caitlin, and I were talking about um, fairy tale retellings. I remember Caitlin reading this. Yes. And she was like, oh, you have to check this out. So I was like, okay, maybe I can fit it in. So I really, (laughs) really tried. But I did not, in fact, get all the way through it. But this is Poison. And that is by Sarah Penborough. And it's a trilogy. It's the Tales from the Kingdom trilogy. Uh, it was actually hard to find. I couldn't find it on Audible or any of the libraries or anything. So I did end Weird. up having to buy it Kindle version on Amazon. So um, I'm, I'm sure it's in actual physical bookstores and stuff. But I Thursday night, I didn't have the, the time to go do this. <laughs> so I just downloaded it from Kindle. But uh, Poison is a retelling of Snow White. Okay. And it is a bit smutty. I heard it was. And isn't <laughs> it, it a trilogy? Uh, each book is a different retelling. Okay, okay, I don't know if they're going to carry on any of the other characters, but this one is Snow White. I know there's another one. Like, there's two others Mm -hmm. that I know of. Charm is the (laughs) next one, and it is a Cinderella retelling, and then Beauty is the third one, and it's a Beauty and the Beast retelling. But Poison, again, I started at the beginning, because, as you do. Of course. And... So far, it's from the tale of the evil stepmother queen. Okay. Um, we've only seen Snow White's perspective for about five pages. Okay. So that was kind of interesting. So you kind of know why she dislikes her so much. Okay. And she's got all this magic possessions, and you you've kind of figure out how she subdued the king with her butty. <laughs> <laughs> And how she's won him over. And okay. So, With her bate. Bate. All right. <laughs> and I, I I, think that it's going to switch to Snow's perspective at some point. Okay. But I'm not really sure. But Caitlin knew that I wanted to do some more retellings. And she also knows that I like some smut here and there. So she recommended this. And very I nice. really, really want to get through it. It's not very big. It's only about 200 pages. I just 
I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I read both of the other two books this week. And A Curse or Dark and Lonely is 400... It's a big one. 70-something pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and then A Whole New World is, is 378. So they were, they were bigger books. I just couldn't... I feel like I'm disappointing you, but I couldn't get through it. <laughs> but I really wanted to. Well, um, we've said from the beginning, we never wanted this to become a stressful thing. We don't yes. want to feel like we're having to read mm-hmm. because of the podcast. Right. So, all is well. Yes. But it is very intriguing thus far. There's okay. been some some interesting developments, uh, and I'm ready to get on with it. Okay. Um, I, I just, you know. There are more books than there are time to read. Mm-hmm. So, that's where we are. That is correct. Okay. Well, that is it for the ones that I specifically wanted to talk about yes. today. But... Because we're us, there are a few others that we just want to really quick Mm -hmm. uh, give you. So the first one that I'll talk about that you probably haven't heard about is Geekerella. And this is by Ashley Poston. This is obviously a Cinderella retelling. I got it on a Kindle sale for like 99 cents years ago. But this is a girl that loves this sci-fi series that she grew up watching with her dad that is now passed away so she sees a cosplay contest for the new movie that's based on the old series she has to enter and um the prize is an invitation to this cosplay ball and a meet and greet with the actor that plays the new it plays the main actor in the reboot movie so she has to go. Yeah. She has to win. And so it sounds super cute. It sounds right up my alley. Mm-hmm. I love cosplay. I love nerding out about sci-fi stuff. Like, mm-hmm. so it's, I've had it for years. I never, I've never read it. So that's another one that I should probably mm-hmm. read. Um, yeah. But it just sounds really adorable. It sounds like something that would just be easy to read. Something mm-hmm. to kind of reset if you've had to read some heavy stuff recently. Something like that. So mm-hmm. I think it just sounds adorable. That does sound adorable. I've seen it on a bunch of... When I was doing um, research trying to figure out what to read for this episode or what I specifically wanted to talk about, I saw it several times. Um, There is also our favorite, Mm -hmm. All Hail, Sarah J. Mass. A Court of Thorn and Roses. The first book is a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. And... The rest of the series is not a retelling of anything. It is not. I was trying to think if it was, and I can't. I, I can't figure mm-mm. that out. Yeah. Um. But I think she she just mm-hmm. wanted to start with Beauty and the Beast and just throw it out the window. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it's fantastic. I know we have talked about the series ad nauseum. Yes. But if you can't tell, we love it. It is spectacular. Yes. It's, mm, I don't think I can choose a favorite between her two main series. I go I, back and forth I don't all the time. Know, they're so good. But they're both fantastic in different ways, mm-hmm. but they're both fantastic in very similar ways. Mm-hmm. They're both amazing. But for a fairy tale retelling, definitely check out yes. A Court of Thorn and Roses. Yes. And then there's the Lunar Chronicles series yes. by Marissa, Marissa Mayer. Mi- Mayer. Meyer. 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 I think we had this exact same debate last time we talked about I will her. look it up. <laughs> but yes, she starts with Cinder, which is a retelling of Cinderella as a Mar- cyborg. Marissa Meyer. Meyer, okay. Um, yes, Cinderella is a cyborg. She, so and that's she's, all I needed. 
I hooked right? right there. I asked a family member to get me. I had read Cinder and I asked a family member to get me the rest of the series for mm-hmm. Christmas. And they're like, oh, what's it about? And I told her and she's like, are you sure? <laughs> that sounds really weird. And I was like, I know. Yes, but also each um, book in the series is a retelling of a different story. Yes. So Garlet, I believe, is Red Riding Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is Cress, which is Rapunzel. Rapunzel. And Winter, which I believe is Snow White. Yes. As previously discussed, I have not read that one yet. (laughs) But I have, and they are all fantastic. So each book centers around that specific uh, character. They, they're mentioned, other characters are mentioned in the book, Mm -hmm. but they don't all get together until the final one. And that's when they've got to kick ass and like save the galaxy. And it's just like, get it together. I think Susie really enjoyed it. It was so good and it's it really so really, really weird. Good. Like it's it's fairy tales in space and cyborgs and yeah. it's it's fantastic. The yes. bad guy is the queen of the moon. That is like, awesome. Like that's amazing. That it's awesome. it's so good. The whole series. Fantastic. Yes. Loved it. And I loved it even though it was like a PG-esque. Yeah. Nice. Yes. I was so proud. I'm proud of you too. <laughs> Also, uh, House of Salt and Sorrows, which we read as a buddy read last year, is a retelling of the Twelve Dancing Princesses. Oh! I didn't know anything about the Twelve Dancing Princesses, so I didn't. I believe I told you about it at the time, but I don't think you knew In one ear. Yeah. In one ear. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that is technically a retelling, and although not a fairy tale, one that I love, I found that there, I can't remember the name of it, but there is a retelling of Pride and Prejudice uh, set in an inner city school. Which I thought was really fun. There are a ton of retellings of yes. Pride and Prejudice. And I have one on hold mm-hmm. to tell you about when we do our, our uh, matchmake, book matchmaking. Oh, nice. Yes. Nice. My Spoiler husband... alert. <laughs> <laughs> My husband keeps wanting me to watch Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And I'm like, I just don't know if I can do that to Jane Austen. I read the book. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, but it's, it's definitely like the Bennett sisters have gone and trained... I can't remember if it's not ninjas, but they've trained with Asian uh, fighters. Samurais, yes. They've trained with Asian samurais, so they know the art. Yeah. And it's just, and they just kick zombie ass. And so it was, it's pretty funny. Like, Mm -hmm. it's super satire. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's definitely like, sorry, Jane Austen. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. And then there was also that one. That you you didn't love it, but it was a retelling set in space. It was like a gender bender, King Arthur. Oh yeah. Um, oh man, something about a sword. <laughs> Sorry. Let me look. If it's sword and stone, I'm gonna be real pissed. I don't, I don't think, think it is. It. Nothing about a sword. <laughs> <laughs> it has a sword on the cover, though. Okay. It's one chin. Mm-mm. Once in Future by Amy Rose Capetta and Corey mm-hmm. McCarthy. Okay. Fantastic idea. Fantastic premise. Terrible writing. Yeah. So sorry. But I, ha- but I hope that they... So. It's fantastic. But the writing's not good. Gotcha. That's such a good idea. I'm so mad yeah. about it. I'm still mad about Maybe it. Maybe you can, you can, can write it. Can I write it? Yeah. I don't know if I can do any better. <laughs> you probably could. I'm sure you could. But I did want to mention it just because it is a retelling and mm-hmm. it is one that we've kind of but touched is, on is, before. Is that really a fairy tale, though? It's not necessarily a fairy tale, but it is a, it is, it is it's a, a 
it's a fantasy story. I mean, a, a King Arthur is not real, so it's a... You don't know. I do know. You don't know. I do. Maybe in he fact, did find a sword in a stone. I have extensively studied British history. He wasn't there. You don't know. Myth or a legend is what I was the word I was looking for before I was rudely interrupted. That's fine. He was real. <laughs> but there are tons and tons and tons and tons of retellings out there right oh, now. Oh, so many. I got overwhelmed looking. Yes. I was just like, I'm just going to pick. I'm just going to pick a couple really and I'm done. I wanted to read even more, but this, you know, is all, all I got through. But maybe we could come back and, and do a, another episode like this again because I... I want to get through so many. I know. There's so many. Yes. But yeah, we'll revisit it. Yes. I want to get through all of the Twisted Tales. Yeah, they seem so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Princess Jasmine is a revolutionary. That's so cool. Yeah. Have you seen the live action Aladdin? I have. It's fantastic. It is really good. Jasmine in that is pretty pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah, the genie in this one also has kind of a bit of a story as he did in the... um, The live action. mm Mm-hmm. It's a different. It's a different thing. Like they talk about Jin as a whole mm-hmm. race of, of individuals. Yeah, and how he's the only one left, and a, a whole Aww. like a thing happened, and he was trying to save them. And you know, okay, I don't want to tell you about things the things happened. Things happened. Gotcha. I don't want to tell you about the things that happened. Okay, it's part of the story. But sure. Anyway, good to know. Yes. All right, guys. I think that that's all we have to say about that. Yeah, we named a, we named quite a few. Yeah. They've got some options. Yeah. Get to reading. Yeah. Chop, chop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.